Aloha and welcome to I Hate My Voice, the podcast where we deep dive into our dysfunctional relationships with our voices while also learning to turn it all around. My name is Nikki D and I'm an award-winning vocalist, transformational vocal coach, and founder of the Diva Academy. I have just one mission with this podcast, to inspire and empower you to actually fall in love with your voice. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. I'm back. You guys, it's me, Nikki D, and welcome back to I Hate My Voice. We are on season one, episode seven, you guys. I can't believe it. And yes, I have kept up my tradition of putting a song in the beginning <laughs> with the word back in it so I can say I'm back. It's pretty silly, but uh, I've been enjoying it. It's been kind of fun to um, come up with songs, you know, think of songs that have the word back in them. And I came up with quite a few on my own. And then I sat down with some friends last night and wow, we had such a good time just like looking up all kinds of songs. And a good friend actually reminded me of that little gem from Ahmad back in the early 90s. Um, love that song. And I love bringing like the old school stuff back into my present. It reminds me when I do revisit these old school songs that I grew up on, I am reminded of, you know, why I became a singer and why I love the human voice so much, why I get so much out of vocal work and why I'm such a vocal technique geek and, you know, why I chose this to be my profession. And I'm so great. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the joy and the confidence and the empowerment that vocal work has brought into my life. And while it's true that primarily that has happened for me as an individual, it has happened for me in singing. For the longest time, I was super uncomfortable speaking in public. I still struggle a little bit. It's not, it's not really my favorite thing to do. I don't mind singing. Uh, it's, that's pretty easy. I'm used to it. But to be honest, I'm a bit of a closet introvert. Most people don't realize that about me um, unless we're very close. But people who know me kind of from the outside, who've seen me perform especially, uh, I'm I'm pretty gregarious on stage and I I you know I get I get kind of down and dirty with the banter <laughs> while I'm on stage with my musicians. Have a good we have a good time. I enjoy it. Uh, but in terms of giving speeches, it's interesting. I I think I go into some sort of a fugue state when I'm on stage when I'm there to perform, you know, music. And in between the songs, because I love to geek out on the history of a song or you know, all the little stories I learn about the composers or the way I like to do deep dives into the lyrics of songs, not only my songs, but my students' songs, like when I'm working on new music with a student. So because of that, I think it's easy for me to banter about whatever we're doing next, like what the band is doing next. And and because I tend to tell jokes that are a bit like off color, a little raunchy, <laughs> um, and I tend to have fun with my audience, I think I'm perceived for the most part, as an extrovert. But I've always had a hard time with speaking in public. But the moment the subject turns to the voice and vocal technique or breath technique or whatever it might be, I kind of, again, I go into that a similar type of fugue state as I do on stage when I'm, you know, performing music. And 
I'm grateful <laughs> that um, that that happens because it just allows things to flow a little bit better. And definitely uh, producing this podcast for the last couple of months has been a humbling and empowering experience at the same time. And so I'm really grateful for anyone who's tuning in. Um, this is the second to last episode of season one. Season one was meant to just sort of lay a bit of a foundation. I definitely spent the first five episodes on the mindset behind the title of this podcast, because I think the fact that so many people have said to me over the years and continue to say to me um, negative and disparaging things about their voices, I think that as a vocal coach, I feel a unique and pretty powerful uh, motivation to turn that around for people, help people to turn it around for themselves. So um, again, thank you for tuning in. If you are tuning in, you probably have had a disparaging thought or two about your voice throughout your lifetime. So I hope that the episodes up to now have been helpful. At the very, very least, my hope for season one is that people who listen are able to um, kind of come away from the podcast with a little bit of a changed mindset about their voice. I mainly want people to come away with something that helps them to overcome negative vocal beliefs and improve their own vocal relationship. So the relationship they have to their voice. I've said this several times throughout previous episodes, but remember your vocal relationship, the relationship you have to your voice, I believe, and I have seen evidence of this through almost 22 years as a vocal coach, that vocal relationship is a direct reflection of the relationship you have to your whole self. And so what could be more important than that? What could possibly be more important than our relationships to ourselves? And because our voice is the conduit, it's, the, it's really the bridge between our internal life, our thoughts, our feelings, and the outside world. Both, you know, our, our actual voice that we use to speak with, and, you know, you can also think of your voice as um, the things that you write, the things that you create, right? Your art, your, the work that you do. So I, I'm talking about the voice as a, as a collective whole of the things that come from inside of you and are presented to the outside world, right? And your voice might even be like something private, like your journal, or maybe, you know, music that you make art that you make that's just for you. That's all a part of what I mean when I talk about the human voice. On a more technical level, I'm talking about the actual apparatus, the instrument, the vocal folds within the larynx, the voice box that lie within the trachea, that lie within our, our throats, our necks, and all of the components of our anatomy, all the parts of our anatomy that are involved in vocal production, right? That's as a vocal coach, my job primarily is to work on vocal technique, but there's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. And that's why I started the first few episodes of the podcast, the first season of eight episodes on the foundations of vocal work, because I have to sort of set things up. It's almost like, you know, there are certain things you have to know before you can drive a car, for example. You have to learn about, well, the pedals and the gear shift and, you know, traffic laws and all that sort of stuff before you actually get behind the wheel and start operating the vehicle. 
So this is why I started to create a more comprehensive framework around my teaching method, around my coaching method, because I wanted to treat the different parts of vocal work more equally than I had in the past. I think as a one-on-one coach, I was always um, employing all three parts of this framework uh, with my students. However, I didn't have it organized in my mind in, in the way that I do now. And so since we've spent so much time on the foundational piece of vocal work in the first few episodes of this podcast, in the first season of this podcast, I just wanted to quickly touch on the other two. Uh, in this episode. I just wanted to let you know what we've been doing so far, and that is definitely related to um, what I call the FIT framework of my DIVA method. And FIT is kind of a fun acronym to play around with. I get to talk about vocal fitness, but really it's an acronym and it stands for Foundation, Integration, and Technique, FIT. And the reason that I Uh, spend so much time on the foundation is because, you know, without a solid foundation, any structure might as well be built in quicksand, right? And so that goes for your confidence, right? You can have confidence quicksand where maybe you jump ahead into integration and technique without laying a foundation. And then it's like, well, you you just keep sinking. It's like two steps forward, one step back. So by having a solid foundation, you are just so much better equipped to get into the other two parts of the framework, so the integration and the technique. And for me, when I talk about a vocal work foundation, I'm talking about three things. Okay, so we've got the three-part framework, and now the foundation is split into three parts. But they're really all kind of blended together. And I just refer to them as mind, body, and breath. And for mind, we're talking about our mindset, right? And it's not only... The idea that, you know, people are out there talking about how much they hate their voice, that's a big part of it. But there's so much more to the vocal mindset that I get into with my students. It's actually a really fun and interesting part of the um, vocal work journey that I go on with my clients. So I really enjoy laying a strong and firm foundation with my students in their mindset, in their their body. So it has not only to do with learning your anatomy, right? Learning the parts of the anatomy that pertain to the voice that are involved in vocal production, but also the way that we move and treat our bodies, the way we employ our bodies to support our sound, to support our breath, which then the breath supports our voice and our sound, right? We talked about that in the last episode. So mind, body, breath, those are the main components of the foundation piece of my framework. Then we come to the integration piece, and that is where the magic happens. That's what I like to say, because really that's just a fancy way of talking about how we apply um, all of our vocal work to our lives, right? What we're actually doing with the foundation and the technique that we've learned. It's the fun part, I think. It's the actual doing of the thing, the actual creation of uh, vocal experiences in our lives. And it's the part I get the most excited about because although it just has two main parts, you know, singing and speaking, those are the two main ways that we integrate our knowledge, our foundational knowledge, our technical knowledge into our lives, whether it's from a performance standpoint or a business, you know, corporate standpoint, 
um, no matter how we integrate, that really is where it all comes together. So I get really excited about the integration piece um, for a number of reasons, one of which is the fact that during the pandemic, at least the first year, year and a half, two years of the pandemic, as we all know, those in the uh, music industry in particular had a really difficult time. If you were a gig worker, everything stopped, right? And before people were doing more and more online, it was just a time to sort of reflect on your life and what you were going to do if the option of performing on stage or, you know, teaching one-on-one -on -one lessons again or teaching choir, teaching um, anything to do with singing, which was considered a super spreader during the COVID-19 pandemic, it all came into question. And so I had to find all sorts of new ways to integrate my vocal work into my life. And it's becomes such an obsession of mine that I actually am writing. Um, I've actually written a short version and I'm writing a longer version of an ebook that has to do with um, 21 different ways of integrating vocal work into your life, 21 benefits, 21 motivations. I'm really excited for that to come out pretty soon. And I just am so grateful for that time in my life. It was a difficult time, obviously, for musicians, artists of all sorts. So it completely changed the way I approached my vocal work. It completely changed the way, uh, it completely changed my mindset about vocal work. And it allowed me to take all of the technique that I've not only employed, but also developed throughout my career and apply it to my life in some really new, fresh ways that Bring so much fulfillment and joy and empowerment and confidence and comfort um, into my life. And because of all of that happening for myself, I was able to then pass that along to my clients. And it's what makes me so passionate about teaching voice in this way, about coaching in this way, uh, in a more, a sort of a broader way uh, and reaching more people. Because there are just so many valuable lessons that came from that time and so many exciting ways to integrate vocal work into your life. So many amazing benefits, so many uh, things to keep you excited about it and motivated. So that's the integration piece. And I, I, I'm, I know I'm being very vague, but there's just so much to cover there that I don't want to get too, uh, too crazy about it. But I did want to talk just a little bit about like, what's it all for, right? And so that's why I wanted to just touch on that piece. We've spent so much time on the foundation with the mindset and the vocal shame and all of that, and then moving a little bit into the breath component, the breath work uh, in the last episode. And then moving forward, we're going to talk next week about technique just a little bit. It's a pretty complicated topic, and it involves a lot of coordination. There's a lot of moving parts. But having a strong vocal technique is what makes you like a great singer mechanically. It's kind of like, uh, I think of it as vocal engineering. I think about it as what helps you to overcome obstacles, helps you kind of climb over whatever brick wall might be in front of you sometimes when you're, you know, attempting to execute a certain vocal a certain way. And, you know, it's like figuring out a puzzle, how to get there. And so next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about technique. But when it comes to integration, I just want to point out how incredibly 
exciting it is to put those other pieces together and apply them to your life in real time and for real events and real purposes. Um, That's what I'm most passionate about. As passionate as I am about the foundations and the technique, I am so passionate about taking all of that and making it a priority in your life and applying it to so many different aspects of your life, not just on stage, not just at work. But honestly, I get the most fulfillment, the most joy, the most comfort, the most confidence and have the most fun, honestly, when I integrate my vocal work just for myself. It's really interesting. And again, it's something that's relatively new to my life since uh, the pandemic. And yeah, there we have it. So foundation, integration, technique. Very excited to dive into technique next week with you. And until then, have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Mahalo for tuning in and I hope you'll join me again soon for another episode of I Hate My Voice. To learn more about my online vocal programs, visit my website at diva.academy. That's D-E-E-V-A dot academy. You can also find me on social media with the hashtag at diva music. And don't forget, that's diva with two E's. My name is Nikki D. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Aloha.